Hi, I'm DeWitt, and I'm going to be talking about Helter Skelter. It's by Vincent Bugliosi, and it's about, it follows the case of the Kate and LaBianca murder, murders, right? So Vincent Bugliosi, he's the prosecuting lawyer in the case, and he's getting the testimonies, and he's basically following the prime suspect. Um, Charles Mason and his crime group, the family, right? So Mason, so he explains that Mason, he didn't have a normal, like, life. Like, on page 203, he's talking about how they, how he spent most of his life in institutions, like prisons and stuff, and that when he was let out of prison, he was, like, begging to stay because he didn't have anywhere really to go like even his mom she didn't like she basically disowned him like she didn't want anything to do with him so until he made like his crime group he was basically on his own and speaking of that group that group they the family they thought of him as like jesus like whatever like he said was correct and they do it like no questions asked and there's actually a rule about to never ask why. Well, it was like unofficial, but like it was like an unspoken rule. And so you know, he get like some members like Linda to do like crazy like crazy things. Like Linda, she was a mother, and he was able to get her to basically put his daughter, her daughter, up for adoption. And like she is, she wasn't like detached from her daughter, like. She, like, loved her as much as, like, the next mother would love their kid. But he was still able to overnight to get her to get, basically get rid of her. And so, and Mason, he would, he would give, like, lectures and go on about, like, races and stuff. And, like, on page 327, he talks about how, like, the white man... They're not like together like black people are, and that he he knew a way to unite them, and that was through these murders and what he was doing, and so, and like speaking of what they're doing, like, the stuff they're doing is like pretty like dark and like crazy. Like one of the members, Susan, Susan Atkins, she she honestly scares me, like the stuff she's doing, like. Like, her testimony is given in prison because she was, like, in jail for something else at the time, which was the torturing and killing of Gary Hinman, right? And during her testimony, she talks about that to her cellmate, Virginia Graham. And the way she's describing it to her, like, like, Graham, she gets, like, she honestly gets scared, right? And you gotta think, like, she's, like, a criminal who, like, earned her spot in that cell, too. And, like, to make, so her standard of, like, what's, like, scary, I guess, like, what stars her, like, it takes more to, like, get her shook to, like, that level. But, like, she's, like, Atkins is able to do that. And that's just, that honestly just made me, that scared me a little, right? And, like, she's talking about it, like, She's saying, like, it felt perfectly natural and stuff. And that, like, it was just, like, 
you know, waking up in the morning like an everyday thing, which, yeah. And also, later on, Susan, during, like, Bugliosi, like, compares her to Linda, where Linda, when she was giving her testimony, like, she was, like, crying. She had, like, goosebumps, and, like, she was just, like, melted down. While Susan, she I didn't even bother her at all. She was, like, unfazed. She was talking about it, like, she was talking about what she ate for breakfast, you know? And it's just so crazy. And also, like, Mason, like, what's scary, what, like, is, like, scary about him is how much power he has in his group. Like, like, um, Bugliosi, he talks about this on page, like, 225. He's talking about how he can make them do anything. Like, before, I said he was able to get Linda to give up her daughter. And, like, like, throughout the story and stuff, he's ordering them to just go around killing people like the Tates and like the Biancas and stuff, the La Biancas. And like, he's just, just, he just has to say the word and that's it. Like, it's just, he can do that, you know? And this stuff that, the stuff that him and the family they're doing, it very much resembles, it's basically like the spinning image of the KKK. Like, they're both, you know, they're going around into black neighborhoods and communities and they're murdering people and like to make fear and like scare the people in the community with and stuff. The way Bugliosi he the way he like talks about this stuff, he talks about it in like a very like formal and like unbiased tone, like he's telling this to the court with which he is, but like, yeah, like, he's talking like he's in court, and, like, he's not, like, putting any of his opinions in it, he's just saying what happens, and that's it, right, like, in, in Susan's testimony, like, he brings up things, like, how, like, he's bringing up many of these, like, gothic and things and stuff like he's talking about like obsession and like how like focusing on linda like how she's like how she's so obsessed with like the group and and mason and how she's willing to give up just she gives up everything for them and just leaves her like the the crying woman she is when she's giving her a testimony. And it's talking about how their whole point of the whole the murders and stuff is to like scare the people that are living in these communities so that they're always afraid and stuff. So when I was reading this, like I gave me like it made me think of a lot of questions. Stuff like first uh, when you think, remember how I said that like they regarded um Mason as like Jesus? I like I was just thinking like how do you get the Jesus rank? Like how do you become Jesus? Because it it says in the story that well in the book or the the novel it says that he's a very like charismatic guy, right? And like 
to me, when I think of that, it's just, that just means you're a cool person, kind of, you know? You just, that doesn't mean you're Jesus. But maybe it's like just because they're criminals and they're like not normal, normal people, I would say. But it's just, it doesn't really make sense to me. Yeah. And also, I was thinking, like, what would I do if I was, like, in Mason's, like, starting situation? Like, how he was in, like, how he's, like, in prison most of his life and that he was basically on his own. And speaking of that, I just, it's kind of weird to say because, you know, he's, like, a racist killer and all. But, like, I kind of admire how he was able to make that group. Because, like, going back to the question, if I was in this situation, the only thing that comes to mind is basically killing myself, which is, I guess that's pretty dark. But, like, that's just what comes to mind. Because when I look at life, I think if I'm not enjoying my life, there's no point in, like, living it. This is why, it's why, like, I procrastinate on, like, a lot of assignments and a lot of things I have to do. Or I don't, like, go to the gym, like, four out of seven times a week. Because, like, it's just, those are things that are boring me. I'd rather push it all to, like, the bear as far as I can and just enjoy the days I have free. So, I also think of this when, like, thinking of how I'd be in movies. Like, if I was to say I was putting, like, like an apocalyptic movie, like, I don't know, Hunger Games or something. Like, if I was in the Hunger Games, I I get that bow and arrow, and I'm, like, shooting myself, or is it shooting? Yeah, it's shooting with an arrow, bow and arrow, right? Well, basically, I'm just going to take that arrow and, like, stab it in my brain, and I'm just, like, to mercy kill myself. So, well, I got pretty far off topic. So, well... That's it, actually. I think I'm done. So, yeah. Ooh. Yay, me. All right.